Welcome to the Make-A-Wish Southern Florida's World of Wishes podcast. I'm Richard Kelly. Our guest today is one of our powerhouse volunteers, Wish Grander Shelby Rubens. Shelby has been a volunteer for more than a decade, and in that time has helped grant more than 120 wishes. She shares the stories of some of her favorite wishes and gives us perspective on why wishes are so powerful and long-lasting, and why they make her so emotional. Enjoy. And our guest today is Shelby Rubens. Shelby is a powerhouse volunteer, wish granter, and all-around great person, and I'm excited to get to talk to her about her volunteer experience, and let's hear some stories about wishes and everything that she's done with this organization. Welcome, Shelby. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, so let's talk about your your Make Wish volunteer career. It's a it's a fairly uh, fairly long one and uh, fairly accomplished uh, as well. But uh, how did you get your start here with Make Wish, and and what was the kind of sort of the impetus to to getting involved? Okay, so I've I've actually known one of our rock star wish granters, Kara, for many many years, and over the over the years she would talk to me about her wishes, and I was always extremely impressed, and I've always I always felt that when the time would come for me that I would have time to get involved with an organization, I knew that I wanted it to be with with, with Make a Wish, and then fast forward. My sister, Adria, um, was living in Atlanta and decided to become a wish granter and granted one wish before she was transferred back to South Florida and said, hey, um, I want to continue this, so I need you to become a wish granter. And that's how my career started here. And then, so you do a wish and do you remember the first one and what yes. was that what was what was that like and then did that did that some light some sort of a spark and then that was absolutely you always remember your first wish mm-hmm. um she was a little girl and her name was Antonique and she was two so she was very young so we had almost had to rely on her her grandmother who was her legal guardian to um let us know what would be the perfect wish for her and it wound up being a Disney wish which was the perfect wish for a little girl um, and it did it definitely lit the spark in me to that I knew in, in that moment that this is my passion and you turn that passion into more wishes and more wishes so mm-hmm. let's talk about those wishes that you grant you're an, uh, an extremely active wish granter not that wish granters aren't, but an extremely active wish granter. You get involved in the wishes. You know the families. The families know you. And um, so let's talk about a few of them, you know, some, maybe some of your favorites or some that really stand out in your, in your mind. Yeah, I have so many wishes. Um, but one that really resonates and stands out in my mind was um, a wish child, and his name was Ethan. And this wish was granted pre-COVID um, back in 2019. And when my wish partner, Michael, and I met with his family, um, it was without a doubt, Ethan knew exactly what he wanted for his wish, which was he was incredibly talented as an animator. And he his wish was to meet the animators at Pixar. And so, you know, we were very excited about that and um, went back to our chapter and said, this is what Ethan wants for his wish. And now Ethan was going through some intense treatment at that time um so there were times that we would begin to plan his wish and whether his treatment you know the, the, we, we had to cancel his wish a couple of times and um the wish coordinator at one point had said to me um you know we might have to consider a, a backup wish for ethan and you know kind of broke my heart because you never really want to have to do that um but 
I understood, and I and I called mom, and I and I said to mom, you know, we might have to consider, you know, a second wish for Ethan because we just don't know if we'll be able to to grant this wish for him, and and I could hear her disappointment, um, but she said I understand, and she said okay, so if we if we have to, we'll make it a Disney wish. Um, so some time had passed, and then at that point, his treatment. He was going to leave South Florida, and he wound up going to MD Anderson in Houston. And um, Elizabeth, Lizzie was the WISH coordinator, and she called me one day to say that the medical team reached out and said, you know, this is a really good time. Let's, let's go ahead and um, let's, let's, let's send him there. We're going to do this. And so um, we flew him and his family to San Francisco. And I'll never forget the day that I got that picture from mom. And it gets me emotional. I'm going to try not to <laughs> cry. Um, but he was on his wish. And it just was just complete tears of joy to see that because both Lizzie and I, you know, we worked so hard to make that wish happen. And so it did. Um, and then, you know, I, I kept in touch after the wish and, you know, it was such a great wish. He had, he spent hours with the animators and, you know, we sent him to Alcatraz. So he, you know, it was, a, it was a great wish for him and his whole family, you know, given all his treatment and, he just had a, 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 an amazing time. And then, you know, after the wish passed, I still kept in touch with the mom. And um, during COVID, she had reached out and, and told me that sadly Ethan had passed, you know, maybe a day or two before she reached out. Um, but she wanted me to know that his wish meant everything to him. And he told her and everybody that that was the best day of his life. And so for me, that it, that wish will always have the strongest, um, you know, it just really resonates with me. Like that was one of my most impactful wishes that I am so blessed to have been a part of. You know, impact is such a strong word and mm -hmm. it's a word that we use a lot because wishes do have an impact. And obviously that wish had an impact on you. Mm -hmm. um, what is it in your, you are emotional talking about that wish you're emotional talking about a lot of different wishes what is it about the wish experience for you on the volunteer side that makes you so emotional about it just being a part of it you know you you get so invested with these children and their families and you you know it takes it, there's a lot of involved you know you're you're really involved from the start and the whole process and you really bond with these families and you see everything that they're going through so to just be a part of that you know that whole journey is just it, it's a blessing it truly is you've worked on in your a dozen year uh make-a-wish volunteer career you've worked on or granted uh, more than 125 wishes by mm -hmm. our estimate um so they're all different wishes are all different but then there's there's some links that make them the same what would you say that it's pretty common throughout each wish experience that makes them the same? Um, just, you know, I mean, for me, and I, and I, you have a lot of families that in the beginning, they're a little hesitant to, to get involved, even when the child is going through the thick of their treatment. And I, and I say to them, you know, we want to just give that child something to look forward to. You know, when, when you're in the hospital, you know, let's talk about what you're going to get when you're, when you're going to be on your wish, whether it be meeting a celebrity or going on a trip. Like it just, 
it gives that the whole family that joy because the whole family is going through it at the same time so it's it's just the whole journey to be involved from from the beginning to the end and then even after the wish is over is just incredible there's a lot of love a lot of love that flows around uh, wishes between volunteers between the medical people that are treating them and the families and and the situations that they're going through and uh, love is a word that keeps coming back um, over and over again. One of those wish, wishes that you worked on, uh, and we had the Wish Kid on uh, this podcast a couple of episodes ago, Jill Sharkey. Uh, you were the wish grantor for her, um, and I know that that's a that's an impactful story, not just for the wish experience, the part you played in it, but what she's doing now. Can you talk about Jill and? From your perspective, what made that wish so special? Yes. Um, so obviously, Jill was on the on the podcast a few weeks ago, and I was. It was just such a wonderful, wonderful, life changing wish for her because um, you know she got to meet her favorite celebrity makeup artist, and you know not only was the day that you know her actual wish day so incredible, but it truly was really a life changing wish for her. And you know this wish was granted many many years ago, and um, my sister and I, Adria, both were her wish granters, and we've kept in touch with her. And every time we talk to her, she will always just thank us for for making that connection for her and and Gregory, who Gregory Alter, celebrity makeup artist, um, that it truly was a life changing wish for her because he really has mentored her and taken her under his under his wing so it was really special what would you say to somebody who might be listening to this podcast and says you know I have some time on my hands and this is something that I think I might want to get involved with what would you tell them is has been you know the thing that you've learned over the course of time that one wish sparked something in you and your 120 something wishes later what would you tell to a person that say, say to a person that says, hey, I have time on my hands and I'd like to get involved in something that is, could be meaningful for me? Do it 100 um, percent. It's It's really been life changing for me. And, you know, I've been and I don't take this lightly that I've been actually been called a fairy godmother by lots of wish families. And I wear that title very proudly because it's you really are in essence you know we have an amazing staff here who puts these incredible wishes together but to be able to you know bond with these families and be with them on this journey is just it's it's incredible and I would a hundred percent tell anybody who's thinking about getting involved to to get involved with Make-A-Wish because it's life-changing absolutely and uh, wish grantors go out in pairs. Um, so when they meet with families, they, they, there's two, uh, two of you that go out. You get to do wishes with your sister. You also get to mentor other uh, you know, rookies or new wish grantors. That's part of the process of, of granting wishes is uh, the first time wish grantor isn't alone. They have a mentor. Um, and I asked you before we started here, which was, which was better for you, doing wishes with your sister, doing wishes as a mentor. You said both. Um, but just talk about that process of it, getting to do wishes with your sister, which I'm sure is neat, but also get to get to coach people that are brand new to it. They may want, you know, they, they have the desire to do this, 
but they may just not know all the ins and outs of, of how to go through it. Yeah, I mean, both are equally. I have multiple wish partners. My, my wish partner, Michael, who I used to work with my job, I recruited him. Um, so I've had multiple partners. But, you know, in the last couple of years, I've, I've kind of slid into this mentorship role. And um, I absolutely love it. You know, I mean, like I said earlier, the staff puts together these amazing wishes, but the creativity as a wish grantor, whether it be enhancements or, you know, just sending little gifts, um, you know, because the process can take a long time from the time that you meet a family to the time their wish is granted. There could be years in some cases that it's it's a while. So you really want to keep that excitement going. And um, that's the creativity side that I love to, you know, shine and, 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 and mentor new wish granters and, and help them with how to, to keep that magic alive with, with new wish families. So tell us a couple more stories. Tell us about some of the wishes that you've granted. Yes. They don't have to be your favorite favorite, but just ones that it would be interesting for us to hear. Um, so many years ago, my sister and I did a wish. Um, and initially, her name was Ariana. And she this was pre-COVID, so she wanted to go to Greece for her wish. And we thought, OK, that's something we can do. And then a few weeks later, um, this was many years ago, and the Pope was actually here in the United States touring. Um, and so the wish mom reached out to my sister and she said, you know, Ariana want, would like to change her wish. She would like to meet the Pope. And, you know, we, we were kind of taken aback and we did not even know if that was a possible wish that we could do. And we reached out to, our, to the chapter and found out that we can. Um, so about a month later, Ariana and her family were flown to Rome and on wish day, she was accompanied by a representative from our chapter there. And as the as the day progressed, the mom was like sending pictures and videos. And we both got pictures of Ariana with the Pope. And he hugged her and he blessed her with her rosary. So that was that was a pretty incredible wish. Um, I also had another interesting wish um, many years ago, a little boy named Mason, and um, he was obsessed with elephants. That's all he wanted to do. He didn't want to see an elephant in a zoo. He wanted to go on an African safari. Um, and mom was a little nervous, understandably. That's a pretty big trip to do. Um, you have to prepare for that. And interestingly enough, when we met with Mason, he was he was pretty timid. He was pretty shy. And it took a while, but ultimately mom put all her fears aside and said, okay, let's do this. I'm, I'm nervous about it, but I want to do this. And they went on this amazing African safari. And after the wish was granted, um, the donor wanted to meet with the family to, to learn about the wish and discuss it. And so we had a lunch with our donors and um, it was like a completely different child. He was confident, he was outspoken, and it was like, and I remember mom saying to me, you know, at the lunch, like, this wish completely changed him. Like, he was confident to talk to his friends. Like, I was in Africa, I saw elephants, I saw lions. So it, it really actually changed his whole personality as a result of this wish. Has there been any point where a wish child has wished for something and initially you said, there's just no way, there's just no way this is going to happen. And then it did. And, and you know, whatever that, whatever higher being you want to say or whatever divine intervention you want to say, 
was there something that just said, you know what, it's not going to happen, but it eventually did? Probably the wish to meet the Pope, because <laughs> initially we did not think that that would happen. Um, and even Ethan's wish. And that was not because not because the animators, you know, that was a wish that could have happened. But medically, we just didn't think that would happen for him. So when it did, that was divine intervention and everything. It just all worked out. So, yeah, been very fortunate. In addition to your uh, wish granting, traditional wish granting, um, we thought should put you on the case for enhancements for wishes. Uh, and, you know, a lot of times that, um, you know, wishes, wishes get enhanced by the creativity of wish granters and our staff and, and want to do something nice for the child above and beyond the wish experience. And you've taken that as a, as a charge and you've become a mentor for enhancements. So what is, what has that been like? And then enhancements to wishes, how does that, how does that factor in do you believe in into the wish granting process um it's amazing um i actually i i really enjoy that aspect of it and you know it it started a few years ago and it actually one of my most special enhancements that i've done really was as a result of a mother telling me it was during covid and our wish child was going through some treatment and he couldn't see his friends and he liked to play soccer. And so I'm on the phone with mom and she was just happened to tell me that his his teammates sent him a card, like just one card and they all signed it. And I thought, well, wouldn't it be great if I could find some some children to send letters to some of my wish kids that they don't even know that are going through some treatment? So of course I had a friend who was a teacher at an elementary school and I said, if I gave you some names of some of my wish kids that are going through some tough times, and I just give you a little bit of information about each child, you know, their name, their likes, favorite color, favorite TV, would they make some cards for them? And she said, uh, absolutely. And um, so we did that. And one of the interesting thing was one of my wish kids, um, he wasn't able to see his friends because he was really going through some, you know, he was very isolated. And he wasn't able to see his friends. So when the mom took a video of the day when he was, you know, she was reading all these cards to him and he looked at her and he said, these look like friends to me. So, you know, in that moment, it was, you know, this wasn't his wish, but it was such an enhancement that gave him this boost of, you know, the, and, and the fact that and on both sides, the kids that that sent these letters, knowing that they were going to kids that really could use that 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 lift up when they were going through some tough times. That's very sweet and, and, and gives us the reason why, you know, you enhance a wish because the wish means a lot. It has a lot of impact, but these enhancements to the wish uh, also, also mean, means a lot. Um, in, your, in your dozen years uh, here uh, volunteering, how would you say that the wish granting process has evolved? Uh, how, how different is it now on your 120 something wish as it was in your first? that it's changed I mean honestly I can't say enough about the staff here you know I mean the wishes the that they, that is put into each every single wish whether it be you know our most common wish which is Disney or all the way to an African safari which is obviously a lot more detailed you know the the care and you could just feel the energy and the love that every wish is given by the staff here um, so it's just to me, it's just every single wish is just you could feel everybody puts everything into it to make it 
the perfect wish for that child and their family. I just know over the course of time, you know, wish, wishes evolve because they get a little more complicated, they get more expensive, and the families get, a, um, you know, or different dynamics. Uh, but the, the true wish experience uh, hasn't changed. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, what we do to enhance the lives of children and their families is, is just uh, remarkable. And, and, you know, you're a remarkable person for being a part of that. Um, a lot of our volunteers have told us that uh, Make-A-Wish, in, in, not in these words, but in, in somewhere close, that Make-A-Wish is in, is in their DNA. It's who they are. It's fa- a fabric of who they are. And I know you're, the, you're a, an example of that. Um, can you just comment on that about Make-A-Wish being like, you know, part of who you are as a human being? I mean, you have all these other attributes and Make-A-Wish volunteer wish granter is one of them. Yeah, it's interesting because I've been told by more than one person that I light up when I talk about Make-A-Wish. So, I mean, it's it's apparent to people in my life that this is, like you said, in my DNA. It is something that I, w- I continue, you know, I will continue to be a volunteer for Make-A-Wish and recruit more people to be a volunteer. It is, yeah, it is definitely in my DNA, and I just get so much joy out of it. Well, you being here is the ultimate recruiting pitch because um, I get to see your face light up when you talk about wishes. I think we can hear your uh, your voice light up when you talk about wishes and the wish experience. And um, so as we wrap, um, I'm just going to ask you for one more story to leave us one, one more story of any of the wishes that you've granted over the course of time. Or maybe it's just a segment of wishes, you know, wishes that uh, you feel an extra special uh bond with or you know a type of wish that you just get excited to grant uh, you know just for for the for those that are listening that um you know know some things about make wish but then you know don't, don't know some things about the volunteer experience what would you say uh is a segment of wishes or maybe just a wish that uh, is particularly meaningful for you um well, I had I also had another celebrity wish many years ago that also, you know, took many years to grant and it was such a fun enhancement, you know, delivery a wish reveal that we did. Um I had a, a wish child that wanted to meet Ricky Fowler. Okay. And um you know, he waited a long time. It was another one where, you know, we sat down with him and we said, "What do you want?" and it was just this is it. Didn't want anything else. Um, Ricky Fowler being the PGA Tour yes, uh, pro. Yes. yes. Um, so, you know, m- one of my enhancements, one of my del- reveal parties, we went to the PGA store and they um, hosted a party for us. And it was a surprise reveal. You know, Anthony had no idea that um, he was going to find out that day that Ricky Fowler was going to, you know, that we were able to grant his wish. And so we gathered all his friends and family um, at the store and we were kind of hiding out. And um, the manager said, oh, we're doing a, 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 an event here in the store and you can win a prize. And, you know, it was one of these interactive golf bays and so we hit the ball and then Ricky Fowler's face was on the screen and we all came out and in that moment it was like he just realized oh my god my wish is finally coming true because he you know Ricky Fowler was injured a couple times so it was it was a long wait for that one but in that moment you know and to be surrounded by his friends and his family it was just such a wonderful day and it was a really special wish. That's great. Well, you know, we thank you for the part you play in all of these wishes and, and not just, 
you know, hands-on the wish experience, but all of the other things that you do for this organization. I should mention that Shelby has been our one of our uh, wish grantor of the years uh, in in the past, and um, just again a powerhouse rock star uh, wish granting volunteer. And um, if you are interested in becoming a volunteer. Uh, just like Shelby, visit our website at wish.org slash SFLA, and you can learn all the different ways to be, be a volunteer, including being a wish granter. And who knows, maybe years down the road, you can have 120-something wishes under your belt and, and be a rock star and powerhouse like, uh, like Shelby. Um, thank you for your advocacy for us, and thank you for this passion that you've put into wish granting and Make-A-Wish, and we're looking forward to many, many more years uh, of that to come. And... Uh, expansion as we expand and we continue to grant more wishes um, to have you as an advocate for us is is, uh, is tremendous and we thank you for being here. Thank you so much. It's been my pleasure. Our thanks to Shelby for stopping by and thank you for listening to A World of Wishes produced by Make-A-Wish Southern Florida. Please support our mission and this podcast by sharing this episode with a friend or by rating, reviewing, and subscribing wherever you get your podcast. You can also listen to our archive shows at worldofwishespodcast.org. To learn more about making wishes come true, visit us at wish.org slash SFLA.